Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, this is Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and today I've got a short interview with Trent Phillips. I first heard of Trent when um, one of the profiles of his, his 2016 street profile, um, was on the BMAG video feed with this little um, introduction. Maybe it's the skates or the tricks, but Trent Phillips has that mid-2000s flavour to his blading. That's surely to make more than a few people happy. Lots of true spin tricks, switch-ups, and rail skating that we appreciate. Trent has recovered from a serious heel break in 2014 when he was told he wouldn't be able to skate again. He's managed to put out two profiles this year. Here is the latest two-song profile. Welcome back, Trent. It's, a, it's an awesome five-minute profile, and what was really cool about it was not just the great skating, but also seeing a bunch of familiar Melbourne, but then also Hobart skating spots. That was just really great to see my hometown suddenly pop up, which is pretty rare. Um, so um, then through the Hobart Rollerbladers page, he asked if anyone wanted to go to skate, um, and and so this morning, well, it ended up being lunchtime, ended up skating together with uh, Trent and a couple of other um, Hobart skaters, Steve and um, Joel, and so there were four of us in the park um, rolling around. It was great to watch Trent skate, hang out with these other guys, and then also have a brief chat. So enjoy this little interview where we talk about the effect injuries has on your skating and your thinking about tricks. Uh, we talk about why there's not really all that much difference between different types of razors, skates, and a few other bits and pieces as well. Um, hey, it's worth also mentioning that Trent's... Um, you may have heard of him for the um, uh, first placement he got in the 2016 Australian Rollerblading Open unsponsored street um, open competition. Um, and so we also touched on that in passing, and um, that demonstrates the, just the high quality of the skating this guy's got. All right, hope you enjoy. I'm here with Trent Phillips, and uh, we're at the EC Skate Park with uh, a couple of other uh, Hobart bladers. It's very rare that you get more than one rollerblader <laughs> anywhere in Hobart at one time, so there's four of us, which is pretty good. Um, okay, Trent, um, to get to know you a little bit, um, first of all, is there any kind of highlights for your kind of skate CV, like anyone you've skated for, or any comps that you've been placed in, happily placed in, any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, actually, last year would probably be my biggest highlight, winning the um, Aussie titles unsponsored section so never actually I won like the X Games here many many moons ago that was probably geez I was like 17 or 18 when that happened but yeah I'd say last year the Aussie titles at um, Noble Park that was awesome the yeah. state park's awesome and yeah it's good to have a Aussie wide medal in my cupboard for sure yeah man that's awesome was there a particular trick you think did it for you or were you just everything was just laced together that time yeah like uh, I actually I always go to sleep thinking about my runs and um, I managed to pull off a couple of runs that I, like a few different trips in each one, so I wasn't doing the same thing and on different obstacles to use the, the whole park. I really wanted to go 
uh, what Joe Atkinson did all the way around the Oh, yeah, 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 all the way around the edge, yeah. I was gutted, and um, Danny obviously wanted it as much as me because he was there. He had about 20 goes at it, but um, I wasn't that brave, and I was, definitely wasn't going to do a sweater. But I had a couple of cracks at it and got about halfway around, but um, I'll definitely be able to do it because uh, I really wanted to lace it in the comp. But, um, yeah, just general consistency, I think. Yeah, There's nice a couple one. of decent tricks on there. Um, the big wall bank which people seem to cheer a lot about so yeah. that probably helped a lot. You've been putting out a lot of video content too, this is a bit of a project for you, you've been so sort of driven to kind of put a lot of stuff out, what's what's the kind of heart behind that? Uh, so basically every year I set myself a list of things that I want to achieve and I'm sort of getting on now and um, I want to be able to look back and at least see the, the tricks that I did when I, I feel I'm at my peak or just past it maybe with uh, all the broken bones that I've had of late but uh, yeah I'd say just just ticking things off my list and um, having something to look back on when I'm older. It's so. your portfolio, your yearbook. Yeah, Time totally. capsule. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So Facebook stalking you just quickly, it was like a heel got buggered up, yeah, an so, ankle or something? Yeah it was about um, three three years ago now um, so I've the year before that I broke my fibula doing a king trail in Docklands but that in comparison to the next break, so like a year after, I smashed my heel bone into like seven pieces. This is off this big gap? Yeah, it was yeah. a pretty, pretty big gap, but I always seem to be able to land gaps, but this one yeah. I, I had seven attempts, and on the seventh one, it really didn't, like my body, I should have known, I could feel it. This is your um, shima? The second one, yeah, <laughs> and um, it, it exploded, as the doctor said, and um, went all up into the joints and everything, and I wasn't supposed to be able to run, let alone skate again, so I was um, very lucky, did a lot of, a lot of physio, and... Um, so what does the injuries like that do for, I mean, there's two things, right? It might affect the actual athleticism of what you can do. Has yep. it changed that? Yep. And how does it affect your mind game as well? Uh, definitely, definitely. I'm shit scared of gaps now. But, okay. Uh, I, don't, I, I mostly skate park like this now. Just um, I don't go too hard. That's why I wanted to get the, the videos done so I could get all that stunt yep. out of my system and then yeah. um, just cruise around do a few airs and stuff in park. But mentally, yeah, it's definitely taken a toll. But physically, was really bad for quite a while, and I've just started, I'd say, get to back to where I was because um, I, I, I couldn't topsoil or anything on this foot for a very long time without a lot, a lot of pain. And yeah. now I went back uh, only like four months ago, I think, four or five months ago, because one of the goals for this year was to get the metal work out of my foot and get more movement, and that's I was able to tick that, so I was Awesome, man. Pretty Good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you grew up here in Tassie. Did you sort of grow up skating here as well? Yeah. So definitely. what's that like? I mean, what was the scene like then, and what's it like learning to skate um, in, I assume, what's a smaller scene, you know, like scene, yeah. maybe not pushed in quite the same way, maybe, that people in larger scenes would? How did yeah. that all look? For sure. I mean, it was... Uh, God, it was a long time ago. It was, I was actually in primary school and I'm still like best mates with all the um, dudes. A few of them still skate, a lot yep. of them snowboard now and things like that. But uh, yeah, we had a demo. It was Ty Gavin, Adam Wagner, uh, a few other people that I should be able to remember but I can't right now. But um, they did a, a demo at our school, primary school actually. So we were about grade five and we all came to roll days, about six of us. And, um, oh, five of us, sorry. We were called Batch Five and had a, I won't go through through the whole history, but basically we started skating off together and then we met up with these, the older kids and um, they, I guess, we were sort of segregated for a while. We were called the 720 kids because we'd skate the, what was the domain mini ramp. Yeah, 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 right, the start of the bike track there. Yeah, that's right. We skated that a lot, like every every day after school we'd get on the metro bus, pay our dollar 
and be pumped and we'd go yeah, skate yeah, that mini ramp for hours and hours. I don't know how he did it, but um, yeah, that, that was the start of it. And then met up with the, the older crew and then sort of got pushed more into street. And I, I started watching like all the, the VGs, Battle My Crews stood out to me so much, all the like raw street and I'm like after that I was just like like skate vert a lot before that but then I was into street pretty much flat out um, I guess moving to Perth there was a, a fair there was like Craig Brocklehurst and uh, Marlon and stuff like that that uh, pushed me but Melbourne scene I would say pushed me the most like skating with um, Martin Gade and uh, Scully and like heaps of other people who, uh, who I'm forgetting now uh, even got to skate with Manuel Valeris, who was yeah, like yeah. A, a hero of mine. Um, Amazing skater, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, Danny, Danny, um, obviously Danny Jensen, mm. Danny Hawkins. Um, he's probably one of my biggest yep. Australian hero skaters, and yeah, yeah. yeah, that pushed me to do all the street stuff, and that's about brings us to now. Yeah, always razors. No, not always razors. No. Um, had K2s for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, I was, I think, started off on Roche's Fifth yeah. Element, uh, RV for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K2. Have um, you skated a few razors, though? You're on a yeah, SL now? Yeah, I've had yeah. a lot of SLs. I probably had about 10 pairs of yeah. razors um, swapping between Genesis and, and uh, SLs here and there. Yeah, yeah. What's um, the pros and cons of each of those? People they're all the same. They're yeah, all no difference. Like the only thing that, price yeah, point. Yeah, pretty much. Like, there's not much difference at all. People always say, oh, I prefer this, prefer that. Yeah, but yeah. It, for me, it's the liners. If the liners uh -huh. are comfy, like yeah. that's why I bought these. And um, if the liners are comfy, you can skate them. You can skate anything. So yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I just can't skate them. That's, that You're being said, pointing to rims. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Pointing to rims. I just uh, my ankles don't love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, one other question before there's anything you want to say. A um, uh, quick trick tip. If someone's wanting to learn like a, a couple of non-budget grind switch-ups, yep. what would be a couple that you'd recommend would be good good first ones to start learning? That's a good question. Um, you like that one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Take a moment. Non-budget switch-ups. I guess the the old classic, so shift is a pretty basic, basic trick. And um, I think it's called the magic trick. You do shifty to alley pop Yep. Shifty to alley Horn. Yep. Um, like some some sort of top top side tricks, and it's um, you know they sort of flow onto each other depending on how you do it. As I said, my ankle's a little bit sore, so it's probably not the easiest trick for me. But that's probably the the first switch up that I learnt. And um, or what else is there? Top sole to true spin, top sole out. That's okay. a that's a it looks cool, it feels cool, and it flows like you're you're on the top sole. Yeah. And then I guess because most people shifty and sole the same way, you turn that foot and then you turn your sole foot and it's, it's like sole to alley sole or top sole to alley uh, true top sole out. Like it's just a. I remember when I first learned it, I was like, oh, that's the best trick ever. And um, yeah, that's a that's a really fun one. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, any, anything you want to say? Put out on the podcast. Um, just want to shout out to everyone who I skated with in Tassie and grew up with and um, the WA crew and uh, the Hood crew, Cal, Cal crew, so what's up and thank you to my girlfriend Christy for supporting me through this childhood uh, adolescence that I live in. Yeah. <laughs> Toys in your feet. Yeah. Thanks heaps man, thanks for organising this skate today as well, it was nice to get a few skaters all out at once in the park. Yeah, it was good. It's good um, man. Yeah. No, nice thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. 
Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.